All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. We've said it on the podcast before and we'll say it again. There is something so sexy about getting down in a hotel room. And it's even better when it's with a ridiculously hot person. So we're going to be talking about that shortly. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. You guys are constantly asking us. We get messages all the time about where you can meet other lifestylers, and we highly recommend Cassidy because there's a lot of different ways to connect. You can find events to go to and meet people. You can connect via messaging with people. There's a chat feature. There are forums where you can talk about all sorts of different topics on the lifestyle. Tons of different ways to start really getting immersed in the lifestyle space. And we also love that Cassidy is just really involved in the lifestyle period. They're constantly sponsoring things and trying to take things up a notch and we love them for that. If you want to try Cassidy free for 30 days, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, when you do that, clicking on that Cassidy banner, you're going to get all of the features of Cassidy free for a whole month. Try it out for yourself. See who's in your area. Start looking at events to go to and so much more. We'll see you there. So this week has been interesting for us because I feel like every time we do the podcast, we get on and we're like, holy hell, what a week. And I mean, to some degree, it was a crazy week, but we're frequenters of the pound town visits. Yes. And uh, this week has not been that. I feel like we've had a fucking Puritan household or something Yeah. because I've had horrible allergies and I've been in bed for a lot of the week and you hurt your back at the gym. Yeah. So we basically decided to say, fuck it. We're just going to, we're just going to take it easy for like the week, the five five days, six days, and do nothing lifestyle related other than the stuff we had to do. So no dates, no, you know, not going out meeting people and having crazy hot monkey sex. We're just taking it easy. Well, we kind of took it easy even with the, with each other because we yeah. had to. Your poor back was really bad. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. So yeah, it was great. Just it was being great. I'm sh- I don't think it was great. But well, but <laughs> it, it was, was nice to have a mental break. I'll give you that much. Well, it was also nice to not have to look at our calendar and go, oh shit, what do we have today, tomorrow, and the next day? Like we're trying to negotiate time to get things done because we had so much fun shit planned, playtime planned. It was nice to not have to worry about that. In fact, I I didn't have to open the calendar once. Yeah, I agree. It was just work stuff, which I mean, even that felt like it was a little bit lighter last week. So it was was just a chance to yeah, reset our brains after New York and Phoenix and events and all this stuff. We did have an event Saturday, though. We did. It was fucking amazing. We are back at Playhouse LV full time. Cannot be more fucking excited about it. We were not mentioning it until the, the event actually took place. But now it is back. Playhouse LV is open again, almost basically full time now. And I am fucking pumped to be back there. What a fucking great place. Yeah, I mean, this Saturday we did an event. It was called Sultry and Sin City. And it was a reminder of why we appreciate this venue as much as we do. Because, I mean, you guys know we've been to venues across the country. And some of them are amazing. And some of them are complete dog shit. And to be hosting at a place that is so nice, so well curated... I feel honored, honestly. Yeah, it's awesome. We are very fortunate to be able to host our events there along with the Playhouse LV folks. I'm fucking pumped. Everybody 
loved it. It was great. And the good news is we had a lot of newbie couples and singles at that event Saturday who had never even been to a club party of any kind before and were blown away by it. So yeah, the problem is it's kind of all downhill from here. Like they were asking about other clubs in other parts of the country. And I was like, Oh yeah. After this club, you are going to be sorely disappointed. (laughs) It's not the best. Yeah. I mean, if, if you don't want to be disappointed in other places, not the best place to start, but (laughs) it's awesome. I'm so fucking happy to be back. So everything we do in Vegas going forward will be there. And I am fucking excited about it. Yes. So it was a lot of fun. Met some very sexy people. What a great looking fucking crowd. It was a sexy fucking crew. I was so impressed and everyone was, I mean, everyone's always well dressed at our events because we make it clear that you have to be. Yeah. But Saturday, I feel like it was taken up a notch. I mean, there was it a really lot was. leather dresses and sequins and it was very Vegas in the sexiest way possible and I fucking loved it. Yeah. Oh, it was really a good looking group. Our friends were there. We had some, as I said, we met some really new, very cool people and man, just very exciting. And so, yeah, it was great. That was Saturday. That was the only real lifestyle thing we did. I mean, we well, not really, me. <laughs> well, not you. No, other than, well, Saturday after Saturday in general, you had a hot fucking session Saturday afternoon prior to the event. But other than that, we took it easy, man. It was just time to kind of reset. You I know? slept a lot. Yeah. I didn't even hardly masturbate, which is, that's saying something for me. I've only charged my wand once this week. Yeah, that's a big deal. Usually it's like a three or four times a week charge. Right. So, I mean, that's a big fucking deal. Well, I was of... just not in a sexy mindset. I was in a recovery mindset. And yeah. I mean, sometimes you need that. I think it's, it's interesting because I think when people think of us, they think of us, you know, fucking swinging from the rafters naked, having all this crazy sex. And we do some weeks, but other weeks we're incredibly normal. And yeah. I like that. I like that we can have the balance. Well, it was a lot of bubble baths uh, and just, you know, lots of cleansing fruits and vegetables and just taking it easy. And man, it just felt so fucking Taking good. care of our bodies. That's yeah. really what it was. Yeah, yep. for sure. And what it did, however, gave me a lot of downtime. Uh, to start thinking that's yes. never a good thing yeah, though that <laughs> no no if you start giving me too much fucking time i am going to cause some some trouble there's no <laughs> doubt so of course i'm thinking more and more as you know and i've been talking to you about it but really as of late because i had the time to, to consider it and figure out what to do trying to navigate this space that i'm in this kind of cloudy space you know of my bisexuality or pansexuality however you want to refer to it and it is not easy to negotiate here it's very difficult particularly for me because i don't i don't believe i behave like the average non-heterosexual person man anyway i don't think you behave like the normal a normal person period no. quote unquote but i think that's what makes you fucking awesome and to your point in this space i think that you are not the norm in that you want connection you want to understand people you want people to understand you and that makes for better better sexual connections for sure but yeah i mean from what you've told me it is not fucking easy it is not now fortunately we are we're getting ready to host by events every month here in vegas also at playhouse lv that hopefully is going to open up some doors where I might be able to network and meet some people, different people in the space that I have a level of comfort with. And that is what I'm hopeful for. I really do think that that's going to be the the pivot point for me in terms of finding my way down that road. But outside of that, between, you know, the idea of getting back on these fucking apps, which, you know, as you know, (laughs) I've deleted all of them. I did it months ago because I just couldn't deal with it anymore. And the arduous task of going through fucking message after message, ridiculous email after ridiculous email, 
Hey, it's, come suck me off in my car, bro. Uh, it's fucking, come meet me behind Target. I'll give yeah. you the best pounding of your life, bro. Wearing me out. It's already started to wear me out, and I've barely dipped my toe back in it. It's yeah. brutal. It's fucking so, weird. So, yeah, listen, I'm here to tell you, anybody who thinks that when women complain about how men behave, I'm not just talking about single men. I'm talking about couple dudes, okay? It doesn't fucking matter. We are we are absolute Neanderthals when it comes to fucking communication. We Especially are, communication about sex. Oh my God. We are fucking idiots. You cannot be serious with the way that guys behave. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, it's fucking... So I, as a, a man who is not heterosexual, who communicates with men for the purposes of, you know, a, of a relationship or at least a physical one, I now deal with single dudes that you deal with and the, and the dudes that I deal with, there's really very little fucking difference between them. No, I think the guys that you're dealing with for your purposes are even worse. Oh, they're fucking terrible. Yeah, they're absolutely terrible. They're even less tactful than the guys I talk to and well, that's saying something. It's like I said to you. I say it all the time, right? It's the equivalent of a guy sending a dick pic. The idea of you sending that is the same as someone who would randomly walk into a place and, sh and, and just drop their pants. It's the same concept. Like, like if you're, it, you can't do that, right? You, yeah, you no, would never do that. The difference is it's illegal if you do it in person and it's, there's no consequence Ex if you do it online. Well, also there's, like you can walk away, right? No one's ever going to see you. There are, there are zero consequences. You're not going to make a fool of yourself. Like none of those things well, exist. Well, you do make a fool of yourself, but only to one person. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, the room doesn't see it, right? Right. For me, the equivalent of that is two guys, bisexual or otherwise, other than heteronormative, sitting at a bar next to each other. One of them is never going to turn to the other, like watching, you know, the football game at their local sports bar and go, hey, man, you want to blow me in the car? Like <laughs> the, the likelihood of that happening is fucking infinitesimal. So the I'm idea. I'm sure it's happened. Probably. I'm sure it has. But I mean, out, out of how many people do you think? I mean, really, this, what's the percentage of that? Right. <laughs> but online, some random dude you've never had a conversation with with will totally say that to you it's fucking crazy to me yeah so i can't wrap my head around it so this space is very complicated for me i i, I guess the difference is unlike a lot of guys in my position my situation i look at the attraction relationship concept of men the same as i do uh, I do as women. There's no differentiation for me yeah. i want to be attracted to i want you to be attracted to me i want there to be a connection it just doesn't matter. That's not the case in that space normally. Yeah. So uh, that's the fucking problem. Well, I'm you're having. just going to have to be patient. Yeah. Well, Which I, you're not. You're I am not, not. You are not a patient man. No, I am not. I, I, I'm trying, but it's just, it, well, I guess I could be patient if it weren't for all the bullshit that I have to wade through first, right? Like I can wait. I'm in no rush, but with all the crap that gets thrown at you, I just lose interest. Like yeah, I'm so done. You need to be patient and resilient. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> no, tolerant. I have to be tolerant and yeah. I have zero tolerance. Yeah, That's I know. the problem. It's not the patience. It's the tolerance. Do you feel like you're getting more tolerant as you get older nope, or less? Sure not. I think you're getting less tolerant. Yep, I'm sure not. Yeah. Because well, you get older, you experience more of it, right? So the more time that goes by, the more of that shit I got to tolerate. Yeah. And I'm getting far less willing to put up with it. That's I feel really like I've become a little bit more numb to it as time has gone on. But I don't think I ever will. I just find it bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's where I'm at. So I'm trying, working on that. And we'll see what that what that looks like. Hopefully it turns into something. I'm excited know. to see where it goes. I'm, I'm very optimistic. I will be the optimistic one out of the two of us, which is typically my role anyway. So I will continue to send the good vibes. And I'm, I'm confident you're going to find what you want. 
We'll see. We have a lot of opportunities. Uh, and I'm turned up anyway. on by it. I mean, honestly, the idea of you being with men turns me on like crazy. Yeah. And unfortunately, I have not been able to help you in that department very much because I simply don't have, I just haven't had the, you know, the opportunity or the, the luck or <laughs> I just haven't put myself out there enough. You know, we get questions all the time. I got guys reaching out to me all the time asking about my bisexuality and, you know, how that works in our relationship. And they're trying to do the same thing in theirs and they're struggling with it. It's difficult to have those conversations because, you know, I'm having a hard enough time myself. Yeah. You know, it's difficult. It really is. Well, I think you know what you want. You just yeah, that's are having trouble finding it because it's not, quote right. unquote, the norm. Exactly. And when you're talking to people who don't think that way, it's tough. Yeah. You know, it, it really is difficult. So it's hard for me to articulate it. But, man, it's a fucking struggle. I'm here to tell you. Well, I've thought about putting myself out there with women again, but when I hear you talk about how difficult it is, I'm like, oh, maybe I don't even want to go there. Well, and here's the truth of it, okay? Here's where this this internal conversation with me has even started. I have had such horrendous communication with bi couples or couples in general. I want to get the fuck out of that. Yeah. Like, it's just overwhelmingly bad. It really is. It's terrible. And then you start talking to people who are also having a real difficult time negotiating that space as a, you know, a seemingly single or a single person. The fucking stories are horrible. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just, I'm just not going to do it for a while. I'm going to pivot and really concentrate on this. Well, this is just as fucking bad. It's just a different kind of bad. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so fucking complicated. I don't understand why people have to make this more complicated than it, than it is. It's I'll already your, difficult. I'll be your cheerleader. Be positive. Everything's yeah. going to work out. <laughs> yeah, you do that. <laughs> you do that. Yeah. Yeah. And until it does, we are, I know, I listen, I enjoyed this downtime we just had. I dug it. I did too. I really felt refreshed by all of it. And I mean, I liked that we also did a lot of vanilla stuff. Like I said, I think the perception that we've created is that we just are constantly having sex and it's just constantly that kind of stuff going on in our lives. And this week was a chance for us to just kind of be a little bit more vanilla. Yeah. And just kind of do stuff that we haven't really thought about doing, getting shit done that we had to get done and just taking it fucking easy and enjoying just our time together, which was really nice because again, we, like I said, didn't even have to open in the fucking calendar and worry about what's going on and what calls are coming up and you know where do we need to be and what errands need to be run and all that bullshit it's I, also the best time to be in vegas we've been outside oh, a lot which has really been it's funny because i have horrible allergies but being out in the sun seems to help a little bit it's that vitamin d i think i guess but it's been the best time. I'm so excited for the next few weeks in the weather here. Yeah, well, it's fucking so nice at night, especially with a little bit of breeze. So you can sit out on a patio and it's it's really fucking nice. And I, I've enjoyed that time. We need more of that. I think really what made that happen is all of that fucking traveling we did for like the week and a half. Of course, that's when your allergies kicked your ass because we went from different climate to different climate. I hurt my fucking back. So we were basically forced to fucking lock down for a few days and it was nice. We need to just voluntarily do that. That's yeah. what we need to do. That's That just has to happen. I'm getting ready at the end of the month, I'm going to Reno. I know you're leaving me. Yeah, I'm leaving you for like two and a half days, which is like two and a half weeks for us. But I just... don't like that at all. I don't like sleeping without you. I know that you have to go. You're going for yeah. some personal reasons. Yeah. Uh, you're also potentially going to look at an opportunity there for us. Yes. Which I'm would be cool to... because there's really not a lot of lifestyle stuff in Reno. 
but I don't like that you're leaving me. No, no, I got to go for a couple of days. It's and it's during the week, so we'll get be able to you know have our weekend together and stuff and and see our friends and do all that shit. But I thought to myself, well, I got to get on another fucking plane, although it's not a big deal. I got to you know got to be staying in a hotel and doing all that shit. And I got some real some un- unpleasant personal stuff that has to be done. I, it's got to be dealt with. And then by the time I get back, I'm just going to want to relax. And I think that may be a good time for us to take another couple of days and just do our shit yeah bubble baths and yeah you know going to the arts district here and just being silly yeah and we also still have yet to plan a fucking vacation oh my so this is crazy you guys we literally realized a couple of months ago i guess it was about a month ago that we have never taken a true vacation together where it was not work related in any way shape or form it's never happened no we have always done something professionally either it was for my work or your work or our work and we've gone out of town and it has been somehow related to some profession it's just it, it, there's been no other way around it and that's then, fucking sad what yeah. the hell is wrong with us now of course people will say well you know you guys were traveling and you were gone for a year and this and that yeah okay fine but we have never just gone someplace and sat on a beach and done nothing for a week or five days or three days or whatever nope, we've never, never done happened. that nope not a fucking thing so we have to figure that out yeah we do i don't want to travel internationally right now but no. we're gonna we're gonna plan that for the fall i think so for sure we're gonna put that together too so i don't know i'm just looking forward to a little bit more just downtime and just... it will not be a lifestyle vacation we're no, not going no, to any no, of the no. resorts no, or any of that no, shit no. no i want to do nothing related to it i just want to fucking relax yes i want to you know, fruity drink in my hand with an umbrella in it. And I don't want to fucking do anything work related. But, I just want to suck your cock while listening to the ocean. That's what I want. Okay. So now you're <laughs> back at a lifestyle resort. I'm just No, saying. I'm not. I, your cock, not other people's cock. Well, you can't just, you know, can't just be on a beach anywhere and well, make that happen. We so. could have a beach facing, oh, yeah, ocean sure. facing room. Yeah. But you got to, you know, again, you got to gotta be cautious with that kind of thing when you're in a, you know, vanilla setting. But yeah, I'm looking, it'll I, be I, vanilla I guess that's bean. what it is. You know it'll be. Yeah. Well, for sure. I'm looking forward to being just in a vanilla setting just to kind of see what that's like again because <laughs> we haven't done it in so fucking long. I'm just yeah. curious to see what that turns into. So I don't know. It'll be fun. I just, I, we just need a break, but I think it'll be a good time to do that and just fucking decompress. I think we need to set time aside to do it. You know, we always have all of our shit laid out on our calendar, like two weeks ahead. We have got to start planning like this is downtime, like here and there and, and just make sure that we, we have that plugged in because we're having a difficult time finding it. Yeah. You know, it takes you having allergy attacks and me hurting my fucking back to decide that we're just going to take it easy for a few days. How fucking ridiculous is that? Really? Yeah, it is ridiculous. Yeah. We need to do better. Yes. So we will. Okay. So single guy tip of the week. I know you've got one. Yeah, I think this is an important one because Vegas is really interesting. It's kind of transient. And even the people that live here a lot of times don't live here year round. Right. For example, the gentleman that I talked about a few weeks back with the gigantic cock that I had a fantastic time with, he lives part time here and part time in California. And because of that, you know, we go through periods where we don't necessarily talk with each other. And we've both communicated that that's okay with us, which is another tip, you know, have that communication up front about how often you want to be talking talking to each other. So I won't hear from him for three or four weeks at a time sometimes. When he pops back in, though, it's always very friendly. We catch up. It's a reminder that it doesn't have to be this stressful thing. I feel like a lot of guys in the lifestyle, they want to keep tabs on the couples that they're playing with maybe a little too much. Well, they want to keep their foot in the door is what they're trying to do. And And I, I understand that. But like for people that are as busy as we are, I don't particularly love that. For example, I don't want to talk every single day. I don't have that in me. 
And I think the guys that are mindful of that tend to be a little bit more successful long term. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times the guys that I have ha- almost felt like I had to talk to every single day, they're they're constantly texting and they're constantly wanting that affirmation that I want to see them again. I get burnt out after a little while. Oh, yeah. it's Yeah. Well, listen, it's also not entirely attractive. It's a little, you know, it's a little needy, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I can think back to multiple guys that I've talked to where I communicate to them, hey, I have a crazy work week. I'm not really going to have a lot of time to chat with you. Let's talk next week about getting together. And even after saying that and feeling like I'm being really fucking crystal clear, they'll contact me four or five times that week. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, they don't get it. It feels needy and it feels um, it just feels like too much work at that point. I feel like the reason I really like this gentleman that goes back and forth between here and California is there is no work. When he reaches out, we make plans. We exchange pleasantries, of course, but it's all about the planning and it's about the fun that we're going to have. And therefore, it doesn't feel like any work. It just feels like this exciting, enticing thing that I get to look forward to. Right. Does that make any sense? Yeah. It, well, yeah, for sure. Also, there's a length of time that goes by where you're not only are you not seeing them, you're not communicating with them. It makes the experience when you do finally get together again, really that much more explosive. Yeah. You know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with touching base with your play partners. No. I mean, I have a lot of play partners that I do that with. I'll just touch base, ask how their week is going. But I also am very communicative about when I'm available to chat and when I'm not. And that's for good reason, because my life is fucking chaos. And if you create more chaos, then I have to cut you out of my life. Well, listen, single guys, absolutely. That's a thing. Single guys in the space that I'm in, the you know, the less than heterosexual space, whether it's bi or pan or whatever, those guys are no different. You can you can tell them 20 fucking times, you know, these are the times I'm available. They're still going to fucking reach out and, and try to get you to, you know, to meet them. Right. It's just one of those. I guess it's a I don't know. It's like an inherent thing with guys. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, of course, there's the guys that are just incredibly needy. I mean, For there's sure. no way around it. It's things like, are you available this week? No, but let's touch base next week. Well, I really want to meet you today. I really want to meet you tonight. Can you make any time tomorrow? It's right. like, if I tell you I'm not available, I am not available. And by pushing it, all you're doing is making me think that you should be pushed out completely. Yeah, absolutely. Especially single guys who are trying to get into the space of couples, hot wives, cuckolding, that kind of thing. You need to understand that there is another partner also. So if you don't have the time, that means I don't have the time. And the more that that continues, the less likely you and I are going to be to want you to be with that person. Well, you see this a lot with newer guys because I think that they're used to developing relationships, right? They're used to talking to people for the purposes of having a relationship. Exactly. And that's very different. If I wanted to be romantically involved with someone, I would make time for them more often and it would be worth the work because there's more benefit and reward to it. Yeah. But if this is just a sexual thing, you have to really temper that need and that desire for the communication constantly. It's just too much for most people. Well, we see it all the time with guys who, like you said, are either used to that vanilla world of monogamy or guys who have just recently gotten out of relationships for that were, you know, long term. Also They're using this as like a substitute almost. Well, they don't well, it's not just that. It's it's inherent because it's an automatic thing that they do because, you know, maybe in their last relationship they weren't communicating enough, right. you know, and they, or they had to constantly be in communication, you know, that kind of thing, that, that fear of infidelity or you're not paying attention to me kind of stuff. Unfortunately, I think guys a lot of times get trained to do that by not great or healthy relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Know? They haven't broken that toxic cycle yet. Yeah. Yep. 
Absolutely. So, so anyway, just food for thought as you start communicating with people. I think the best thing you can do is ask, like, how often are you available to chatter? Is this something where you really want to chat a lot digitally or would you prefer that we meet in person and, and develop that connection in person? Yeah. Or would you prefer to be the one who starts the, the conversations? Do you want to reach out to me first? The kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, just ask for the expectation and, and the level of comfort that they have because everyone's going to be different. There are some people that like that constant flirtation, especially in the beginning. I'm not really that person. So I'm not a good fit for people that want that. Right. It just makes sense. Yeah. Just be smart about it. Yeah. So I am so excited to talk about today because this gentleman is, when we talk about true lifestyle men, this man is the epitome of it. Okay. Oh, yeah. He is somebody who is experienced, knowledgeable, incredibly sexy and knows it, knows how to wield that power very, very well. Well, he's also a guy that I had a conversation with and I've, I've talked to him now a number of times because we've seen him a number of times. You have not played with him until this past weekend, but I have chatted with him a lot. I had a great conversation with him the other night. He is fucking funny. He's smart. I mean, he's the total package. The guy's great. Oh my gosh. I am so excited to share this because I truly believe that this is the type of guy that hot wives should be seeking out. And I'm going to talk about exactly why that is very very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Dipsy. Whether it's a warm cup of coffee, basking in warm sunlight, or listening to a sexy story, pleasure is all around us. With Dipsy, your sanctuary is waiting for you. Escape into a world where pleasure is your only priority. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed for women by women. And they are the perfect escape from reality, the perfect opportunity to just focus on your own pleasure and eroticism. I love Dipsy so much. I use it all the time just to relax myself after an incredibly crazy day. It really is such a fun way to come down from it. And I would love for you guys to check out Dipsy as well. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and they now also offer written stories for those of you who would prefer to read your sexy stories. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash F-P-S. Dipsy, stories.com slash F-P-S. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Promescent. You guys are always reaching out and asking us about our sex toy collection and the ones that we recommend. And the honest truth is... Promescent has taken a lot of the guesswork out of it for you guys because they have some of the most luxurious and amazing sex toys on the market available on their website. For example, one of my personal favorites, the Womanizer Premium Clit Sucker. They also have products from Nova, Tango, SenseVibe, and so many others. And the best part is you can pair them with some of Promescent's other amazing bedroom wellness products. For example, for you ladies, if you're getting the Womanizer, I highly recommend also getting their Buzzing Gel. It is one of my favorite additions to my personal playtime. I use it when I'm with a partner or by myself. And there are so many other great products on there, you guys. Please go check them out today at Promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. And we hope that you love them as much as we do. 
calling all hot wife couples, cuckold couples, stag and vixens, and the men that love them. We are so excited to be again hosting here in Las Vegas, the real hot wives of Las Vegas. It's the perfect opportunity to dip your toe into the hot wifing world, to meet some amazing and vetted single men, and just have a classy evening here in Sin City. So make sure that you join us on April 21st. That's our next Real Hot Wives event here in Las Vegas. You can find all of the information on that event and all of our other events by heading over to members.frontporchswingers.com today. So today's story is interesting because I have really kind of been lusting after this man for a few weeks now, if I'm being honest. You have. And let me say something about that. This is a perfect example of why when it comes to single guys, particularly like the really successful single guys in this space, if you just don't rush things, right? If you're not fucking super thirsty and let shit happen when it's supposed to happen, these are the kind of results that you get. A thousand percent. you are chasing him. Exactly. I wanted him. I've been talking about him even here yes. at the house. I'm like, that guy at this event. Yeah. Well, okay. First of all, let's just say this. He is. He has attended a number of our events. He doesn't even live here. He lives in California. And he comes in for our events. Flew to fucking Denver yep. for our event. Yep. And you've been chasing after him ever since. You haven't I'm played. I'm chasing you after him. You are chasing him. after him. <laughs> I have been eagerly awaiting you the opportunity. You were lusting after him. <laughs> and the fact that you hadn't played with him because every time you saw him, he was at one of our events, it's just made it that much more intense for you. So finally, you got a chance to do that and you had a great fucking time. So I guess, again, my point is, don't be so fucking eager, guys. If you're, you know, play the things, long game. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. Good things come to those who wait, especially when it comes to you, for example. My pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, let me give a little background on this man first. So he is in an open relationship. He's not actually a single guy, but he plays very often as a single man. Yeah, I found that out Saturday for the first time. I thought that was interesting. And he has obviously attended our events as a single man. Okay. He is also, I would say, one of the more cerebral men I've met in a very long time. This is a very deep thinking person, which I think is one of the reasons he does so well in this space, because he is somebody who can not only hold a conversation, but can really kind of play with your mind a little bit for sure and that fucking gets me going i can't think of a single quality that's more attractive to me than that no no doubt about it i'm also calling him i i was texting with him this morning we were talking about what he wanted to be called and i gave him a name and i don't think that he loved it and he was like well you should decide on a name that just is fitting for me so hopefully he likes this name okay i'm going to call him leo Okay, I don't know why, but all right. Well, because I think of a lion. I think of a man who is like kind of takes control and has an understanding of his own power. That's what I think of with a lion. Okay, all right. So I'm calling him Leo. Plus, I think it's a sexy name. I don't know. Okay. Hopefully he likes it. (laughs) He's going to text me and be like, fucking Leo? Yeah, okay. I like Leo. So anyway, he came to our event in Denver and that time was very professional in nature. I mean, obviously I was hosting the event. That was a very large event. Yeah, and chaotic. It was. There was a lot going on. So I got to talk to him very, very briefly, but there was no real connection made. No. I was very physically attracted to him in Denver. Like the moment I saw him, I was like, this guy's fucking hot. Right. I mean, he is, he's not 
a super large man. He's not much taller than me, probably. What, five, seven, maybe? maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's not a big guy. This isn't a, a guy that has this huge physical presence. That's not what it is. It's more so this confidence he carries with him. You can feel this vibe when he walks into a room of he knows what the fuck he wants and he respects himself a lot and he's respectful to everyone around him, too. Well, listen, I appreciated him the first time I met him because he was so friendly. He's very soft-spoken for the most part. Very well put together. The guy was dressed impeccably, which I always appreciate. He always has been since we've met him. And just an easy guy to talk to. As I said, I talked to him for 45 minutes Saturday, yeah. Saturday night. And, and the interesting thing is you had already played with him Saturday afternoon. Right. For him to come and approach me and start a conversation, and I spent a lot of time talking to him, that tells you a couple of, tells me a couple of things about him. This wasn't just about him doing what he had to do to have sex with you. He had already done that. Right. He's a solid fucking guy that wanted to get to know me because he has been physical with my partner and would like to be again. Right. As he intimated to me. So he's doing the right things. He's just a solid fucking player. So that so in Denver was the first time I met him. Then he came to our event in Phoenix and I again was not playing at that event and I made that pretty clear to him that I that that wasn't going to happen that night. But I liked how he approached me about it because basically what he said was, you know, I'm very attracted to you, I'm very interested. If there's a, ever an opportunity for us to engage with each other, I would really appreciate that opportunity. Yeah. He was not pushy. He wasn't like, "Hey, let's go up there and let me bang you right now" or anything like that. And that's what left me wanting him. That yeah. attitude of, I'm going to be confident, I'm going to tell you what I want, but I am not going to be creepy in any way, shape, or form, that speaks volumes to me about the kind of lifestyler he is. Yeah, that that if for any single guys that are listening, take those notes because that's how you do that. Yes. That's how it's done. No, no more, no less. You don't it less is more in this case. You don't have to say any more. What was interesting about Phoenix, though, is we had an opportunity at one point. The party was kind of, I don't want to say dying down, but most people were in rooms and playing. So I had the chance to just sit and chat with him. And we were sitting on this love seat together and we were not touching each other. There was no physical contact going on, but there was a fucking spark there. I felt it. I mean, I wanted him. I could tell he wanted me. It was a lot of eye contact. It was a, like just even the tones in our voices changed throughout that conversation. Well, even at one point throughout the event, you asked me if you thought, if I thought it was okay for you to potentially play because things were very well under control. And I, I was like, uh, yeah, I, you know, I guess if you want, it's, you know, that's fine. Whatever you want to do. I wanted to leave it up to you, but you were already so interested in him. You were preparing to break your own rule. Yeah. 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 That's so I something. didn't. I did not play with him in Phoenix. And I also liked that because it was this buildup. I had no idea when I was going to see him again. I was pretty sure we were going to see each other because what happened is I provided him with my number. He reached out the next day and was like, you know, basically, do you want to make this happen at some point? I was like, fuck, yes, I do. But I didn't know when I would see him. Right. And then all of a sudden he reaches out and says that he's going to be on our at our event on Saturday. And he says, if there's any opportunity for us to spend some alone time together, I really want to make that happen. And I was like, absolutely. So we planned on seeing each other Saturday afternoon. Then Friday, we had a little mix and mingle thing in the arts district, and he came to that. Yes, it was awesome. So, fuck, I love that fucking place. It's a, a cool venue. This was my first 
time like touching him. It was my first time having that physical contact on top of the intellectual connection. And holy fuck, it was explosive. I mean, there was at one point we're standing in this room and we had the back room. It was fairly private. So this wasn't like in front of a huge number of people or right. anything. But there was a one point where we were kind of touching on each other. I was rubbing on his arms and he was like, uh, how badly do you want me right now? And I was like, I want you fucking bad. And he's like, I want you too. And then I started touching his cock. Well, I saw you guys standing very close to one another, you know, talking, obviously. And I could tell it was getting fairly intense. So I was talking to someone, you no, know, not too far away from you, but I made it made sure I got out of there so I didn't want to make him uncomfortable or you uncomfortable because I was just standing right there. I didn't want to be weird. But <laughs> I could tell there was there was some definitely some intense moments going on for sure. Oh, we were hardcore flirting. I was hardcore rubbing his cock. But I mean, it was fun too because I felt really kind of giggly and giddy around him because the reality is, I mean, like you said, I don't like to make it seem as if I was chasing this man. I wasn't desperate for him or anything like that. But this was a long time coming for yeah. me. It well, had you been were lusting weeks. after him for sure. It had been weeks of me being like, I want this man. I want to have his cock. So to be in that physical proximity with him in this public space, it felt so naughty and taboo. It was, oh, I was so fucking into it. Yeah, for sure. Well, you almost played with him that night. I did. Had we not left too late, it probably would have happened that night. Yes. So it did not happen that night. We made plans to see each other the next day. And the other thing I'll say is, obviously he drove here. He lives within driving distance. Right. And he had a car and he very easily could have come to our place, but he had remarked that he got a hotel room and really wanted to host me in his room. And I know that that was a little bit of a pain in the ass for you, but there is something way more enticing and exciting about the idea of me going to a different space than our home to play with someone else. No doubt. It wasn't really so much a pain in the ass. It was just had to be, we had to change our day around a little bit because we were getting ready to, you know, to do something for work. And then we just had to change some plans. It was not that big a deal. I like the idea of you going in a situation like that to a hotel. Obviously, I knew the guy. I'm very comfortable with him, so there was no concern. Clearly, I know where you are because I dropped you off, which is why I dropped you off, so I would know where you are. Right. And so, yeah, I, I find that pretty exciting that, you know, I'm basically allowing this person to spend time with you privately to the extent so much that I am delivering you to him. You <laughs> Did you I mean? like that? Yeah, I always, I, always, I always enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. I also appreciated that he came down and met you at the door. Yes. And, of course, not jumping to the end of this, but he walked you to the car and said hello to me when you guys were done. Yeah. That's a big fucking deal. Well, this is a partner guy. He gets it. He gets yeah, what it's like for exactly. you. Exactly. But for me, it was exciting. It was this whole thing of like, like you said, kind of you delivering me, you dropping me off. It felt kind of a little bit clandestine and extra naughty. Yeah. And and there's also something very sexy about a hotel room to me. We've talked about it many times. But the second I walk into a hotel room, it's like it almost is like you feel like you shouldn't be fucking there, even though. Of course, you're going to fuck there. Of course. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Because someone could hear you. F for sure they could and most likely do. Yeah, but I don't care. No, of course not. <laughs> so, yes, you drop me off. He comes and grabs me. We walk to his hotel room. I loved that we got to the room and, you know, he had all these things set up. He had water ready to go. He obviously had condoms and lube and coconut oil. And he, I, he had really thought through this whole scenario. I will say that. Okay, For sure. This is somebody who wanted to set a scene and 
I appreciated that so much because it was obvious to me that this wasn't just a, oh, I want to fuck you and then get the hell out. This was, let's really share a moment together. Right. Okay. And that'll become obvious as I explain what happened. So I walk in, he's kind of finishing getting ready. I was actually like 15 minutes early. So he was still brushing his teeth and mouth washing and all that kind of stuff. And so I was kind of sitting on the bed. We were just chatting, even chatting completely dressed. I knew that this was going to be explosive. Like our energy going back and forth was just out of control. Well, there's already been a a, a connection that has been established. That's the big thing. Right. But it's more than just a connection. It was it was undeniable chemistry. That's really what it was, because I have had sex with a lot of people that there's a great connection. We have a great time. It's fun. But there's not this like desire for each other right that we're not yearning to be with each other right i don't want that going forward i want the raw chemistry where you're like i just need to fuck this person right and that's what's going through my head i'm sitting on the bed and at one point i literally thought to myself like i'm gonna fuck this guy soon and i'm really fucking excited about that so that it's just different it's different than just I don't know. We just talked about this this morning. This is the difference between true chemistry and having sex for the sake of sex. Yeah, that's just exercise. Yeah. yeah I don't can... want the exercise. Yeah. I want to fucking want to tear someone's clothes off. Yeah, there's plenty of exercise to be had. Don't need it to, you know, in my sex. So at one point he says, do you want to go in and change? Well, what he didn't know was I had my little lace olive teddy under my clothes already. Right. And so I was like, I'm ready to go. We can start taking off clothes. And he's like, okay. The other thing he said to me before we started is he had a chair sitting out that had a towel on it. And he's like, I want you to ride me on this chair at some point. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I want to do that. But again, him just thinking through this whole scene, this was, he had certain things planned out and I really appreciate that wasn't yeah he didn't set this up haphazardly this thing was done you know by design the other thing we talked about beforehand kind of as we're leading up to the sexual encounter is that i really wanted him to take control i can tell that he's a very alpha man especially in the bedroom i can i just get that sense i can tell just by being in his presence yeah, he's that very that confident is he is. uber confident and so i told him like you can tell me what to do you can kind of use me how you want to use me i feel comfortable enough with you to do that and he's like okay noted so we start start kind of kissing on each other we're standing by the edge of one of the beds there's two beds in the room and we're kind of kissing on each other but it's clear he's kind of teasing me he starts kissing me and then he pulls away right and i start my kind of nervous giggling like i usually do i mean it's fun it's i wasn't nervous necessarily but it's more of that like anxious giggling yeah you're just super awkward when it comes to shit like that yeah i don't know what to say so i just giggle so anyway that's going on a lot and so he's kissing me he's pulling back he starts kind of kissing on my neck and then pulling back he takes my shirt and i put my arms up over my head he takes my shirt off and he puts it on one of the chairs sitting in in the room and so then i am revealing this teddy number and i had a bra on with the teddy because the teddy didn't have any underwire or anything like that so he kind of spins me around and takes off my bra in the sexiest way possible too he unbuttons it and then kind of slowly pulls it around to the front and takes it off it was just a very sensual move very confident nice like he knew exactly what he was doing he knew that he was teasing me he's touching the sides of my body and kind of touching on my breasts as he's taking this bra off so fucking hot so and then i take my pants off he helps me pull them all the rest of the way off and he kind of pulls the teddy down a little bit starts kind of kissing on my tits a little bit licking on my nipples and then he spins me around again and this time i'm basically 
facing the bed, okay? And I'm facing away from him. He's facing towards me. And he starts rubbing on my ass. I had sent him a picture of my ass leading up to this. And I kind of figured he was an ass man just by some things that he had said. And so he was admiring it very much, which I love. I love when people like my ass. I don't know what it is. I'm very proud of it. It's so a when lot other of people appreciate it, I'm like, fuck yes. I am so into that. It's hard not to appreciate it. <laughs> There's a lot of real estate to appreciate. It, yes, it else. is. So then he undoes my teddy. At, you know, there's the two little snaps. So it kind of snaps off. And he's just like rubbing my ass. And he tells me to put my hands on the bed and kind of bend over. So I do. I have both hands on the bed. My ass is up. My back is arched. So I'm really putting it all up in his face. And he gets down in between my legs and starts licking on my pussy and on my ass. Wow fucking hot then he stops he starts rubbing my ass again and he starts spanking me on each cheek and i am fucking loving it i love being spanked like that especially in that position you feel so kind of vulnerable it's like your ass is so exposed and so available to be spanked oh my god did you have a conversation with him about you know impact and all that kind of thing was that even something you guys talked about well we talked about all of that leading up to this he talked about my hard limits my soft limits like what was completely off limits and why like yeah we definitely had text messages back and forth and i made it clear that there were very few things off limits as long as you know we were being safe with each other and all that so so he's spanking me on each ass cheek and then he goes back to just rubbing it and kind of appreciating it and this is so fucking hot so I start to kind of like get up off the bed and he pushes me back down and he's like, don't let your hands leave the bed. And I was like, Ooh. okay. <laughs> he's like, don't move. But I'm cocking my head around so that I can see him taking his clothes off. He starts taking his clothes off to reveal this fucking amazing body. I mean, he is in great shape. He takes such good care of himself. He has this just beautiful, smooth skin. And oh my God, it was so hot. And then he reveals this amazing cock and I'm smiling at him. I'm giving him this eye contact, basically trying to say with my eyes, I fucking want you. Like I want that cock. And so he gets completely undressed. He goes around to in between the two beds. So now he's kind of up by my head. He has this little green bottle that he takes out and squirts some into his hand. And I can tell it's coconut oil. I smelled it it immediately. And he starts stroking his cock with the coconut oil. And the entire time he's doing this, he's staring directly into my eyes. And my eyes are going back and forth between his cock and his eyes. And he has this look on his face like he's going to just jump on me at any fucking second. It was so hot. I have never experienced anything quite like this. Watching this man just stroke himself. I mean, and he is thoroughly enjoying it. You can tell he is getting rock hard. Oh my God. It was, it was a moment. I am not going to forget that anytime soon. I'm sure not a lot of people will. Oh, so, and he has like a towel down on the ground so he can kind of like get sloppy with the coconut oil and he's just stroking himself and looking at me and I can feel myself just getting so wet. And again, I have been instructed not to move. I so badly just want to go over and touch him and have my hands on him. And he knew that at one point I was like, you are teasing the shit out of me. And he just smiles and laughs at me. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. And 
it was um, amazing. So anyway, then he takes the chair with the towel on it and there's a big mirror that goes like basically the whole length of the room, right? A full body mirror. He puts the chair over by the mirror and he puts a pillow down on the ground. And at first he just stands in front of the chair and he's like, I want you to come over here and suck my cock. And I'm like, absolutely. So I, I saunter over to him. I get down on my knees on the pillow. We're right by the mirror so he can see me sucking his cock in the mirror. Is he sitting or standing? He's standing still right now. Okay. So I start sucking on his cock and he's telling me exactly what he wants me to do. Like, use your hand. Stop using your hand. Go deeper. One of the things that he had told me ahead of time is he loves when someone like gags on his cock and that kind of sloppy blow job. So, of course, I am happy to provide that experience. Yeah, little did he know that that's like your go-to. Oh, I fucking loved it. So I'm I'm going deeper and deeper on this beautiful cock. And there was one point where I look over in the mirror and he is staring at me in the mirror with this look on his face. Again, like he is just going to devour me. He It was so obvious how much he was into this. And it just made me so much more into it. Yeah, once you know your partner is enjoying what's happening, it just fucking intensifies. So I'm sucking his cock. We're staring at each other in this mirror. And then he says, do you think Brian wants some pictures and videos? And I said, probably. So I go and get my phone. And he then sits in the chair. And he starts taking pictures and videos of me sucking his cock. And there's one where he's filming us in the mirror and you see everything. I mean, you see his gorgeous legs, you see his big giant cock, me just going up and down on this cock. You're looking at me like, I haven't seen these pictures and videos. I've only seen one picture of these. I've been saving them for after the story. Uh -oh, I thought you okay. might want to hear or see about it after you've heard about it. Gotcha. Okay. I was going to send them to you in the moment and then I was like, no, that's too easy. I feel like I need to save these. Well, I was also probably driving, so probably a good idea. Yeah, well, and I, I just felt like that was a better experience for you to really have these pictures and everything afterwards rather than while you're trying to run around and do shit. That didn't right. feel super erotic to me. No. So I've been saving them. Well, but I'm, now I'm excited to see They it. are fucking hot. I mean, then there's one where he, it's like POV style and he's just filming me and I am just deep throating this cock and I'm sucking on it and I have those perfect, you know, dick sucking lips going on and my face is all kind of contorted around this cock and it was so hot. So that went on for quite a while. And then he's like, I really need you to ride me in this chair. And I'm like, fuck yes. And I will also say, listen, typically I don't like when guys don't go down on me. Okay. I didn't even give him the chance to go down on me because I wanted that cock so badly. I wanted it inside me so fucking badly. I could have cared less about the oral. Wow. That's so a lot for you. because that, That's not a thing. No, it's not. But again, I mean, this is a situation where I think we both wanted each other so badly that there were some things rushed and maybe that wouldn't be the case next time, but I was totally okay with it this time. Yeah. You've never said those words. Yeah. Never heard you say that. So he goes and gets a condom. He pulls it onto this beautiful cock. I'm watching him the entire time like a fucking hawk putting this condom on. And he sits down in the chair and I get on top of him. And you know there has to be an awkward Brennan moment, right? For sure. Did you, did you fall over or something? No, not quite. I'm fucking short, okay? I'm five foot one. I'm a short woman. I, my feet could not touch the ground while I'm riding him. So I sink down onto this cock. And then I realize I have literally nowhere to like project myself 
myself on and off of him right. because I have no contact point with anything except his cock. Yeah, you can't push off on anything. So I'm like trying to rock my hips back and forth on him and he's trying to like help me from the bottom. It was not fucking working. The idea was very hot in theory and not hot at all in practice. Yeah, the execution wasn't... Well, of course, he didn't realize how short you were. So. But another thing that I love, this is a true lifestyle guy. This is a guy who has a lot of experience in the lifestyle, a lot of experience with people, period. He laughs it off. We had such a good laugh about it. We, I got off of him. I was like, well, that would have been really hot if it had worked out. And he's like, yeah. we just laughed. And it was so not a big deal. And we immediately allowed it to roll into something else. Sure. So he pushes me down on the bed and gets on top of me instead. And I preferred this anyway, because being able to look at this man while he's fucking me is an experience. I mean, it is fucking hot. You know, he's talking dirty to me. He's telling me how good my pussy feels, how good it looks. He's asking me how good his cock feels. We just have all of these naughty words going back and forth and it's just fueling it. And the other thing I loved is he did a lot of different intensity with the fucking. It was not just jackrabbit, bang, 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 as hard as he could. It started off fairly slow and methodical, nice rhythm. And then he'd kind of pick up the pace and then he'd slow it down again. So it really just, it created a, a really nice synergy between the two of us it was not this frenzied fucking obviously there was an intention to what he was doing he was not being he wasn't rushing and being sloppy it was you know he intended to make this an experience i felt like he was enjoying me right and i and i really liked that because there's not a lot of guys that do that there are so many people that are just about like getting off for sure and that is not this guy at all so we're kissing on each other every once in a while i'm rubbing on him i'm telling him how good he feels he just keeps fucking me i come a couple of times it was really hot too because every time i came he would pull his cock out and like finger me and rub my clit at the same time that i was coming and it was so intense i fucking loved it i haven't really experienced that with someone before like i typically like someone continuing to fuck me because i need that stimulation but basically what he was doing was stimulating my g-spot while i was coming so it was fucking intense. It was a great experience. I loved it. And there were a couple of times even that he made me squirt a little bit doing it. So that was really hot because I don't I don't squirt every time I orgasm by any means. But I mean, he's making me kind of squirt a little as this is happening. And then he just shoves his cock right back in and we start fucking again. And he is incredibly well endowed. And I've talked many times on the podcast and I know that not everyone's going to relate to this, but there is something magical about a very large cock stretching you like that it is just it's this perfect pain pleasure mixture it gets me in this erotic headspace where i just feel like i'm kind of being used and there i don't know i fucking love it i'm aware i know (laughs) so this is also very hot he's still on top of me he's fucking me he tells me that he's getting ready to come and i'm like yes come This is the hottest orgasm I think I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. It is so fucking intense. He starts growling as he's coming and he like stops and his body is shaking. And then he pulls out of me and he's like, oh, like just makes this audible noise of his orgasm. I fucking love that. Two reasons why I love that. One, too many men are silent when they're orgasming. It's fucking weird to me. Why are you stifling that? I feel like you should be letting it out. I love when guys can express themselves like that. But the second reason is obviously it was an in- 
intense orgasm. And I'm thinking my pussy did that. I was partially responsible for that. Yeah. I, there's no way I could be quiet necessarily. No, you're not that. quiet at all. And I fucking love that. It is seriously one of the biggest turn-ons. I've been with a couple of guys where you don't even know that they come. Yeah. And then they're like, I just came. And I'm like, oh, well, that was really anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally so I don't like that. I think you should let it out. And I, I refuse to believe that you can have an orgasm and not make any sound on purpose. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys try to not make sound. Yeah, it's some, it's a hang up I think guys have. Like yeah. they're not supposed to be, you know, like they shouldn't be vocal or they shouldn't be vulnerable. Or they shouldn't let you know how good something feels. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, I don't fucking like that. I love that this guy was the complete polar opposite. It was like demons were being released from his body, exercised in that moment. And it was such a fucking turn on. I mean, I literally sat up and I just started laughing. I was like, that was fucking awesome awesome yeah because you're awkward that way well i just loved it i thought it was so cool and he just is smiling at me and it was just this great moment so then we took a little bit of a break we you know got something to drink and i kind of, he kind of cleaned up his face because my makeup was literally all over his face so he washes that off and we're just kind of laying and talking on the beds and then he says i really think i need to experience you riding my cock properly because obviously we had had such a fail the first time and I was very eager to do that because, you know, I love riding cock. Yes, you do. So he gets, he lays down on his back. He puts on a condom. He gets some more coconut oil and lube and we're kind of mixing it together and he's rubbing it on his cock. And then I kind of start rubbing his cock as I'm positioning myself over him, straddling him. And this was really fucking hot. I was trying to put his cock inside of me and I was fumbling a little bit and he goes, just move your hands and let me do it. And he said it with just such a level of intent and confidence. And I was like, yes, do it. <laughs> so he grabs his cock and he puts it inside of me and I start riding him and it was lovely i did all sorts of different things i was doing kind of the booty bounce and then i was kind of grinding up against him and then i was using his chest to kind of propel myself more off of him and similar to what he was doing when he was fucking me i was kind of trying to switch up the intensity because he really seemed to appreciate that i'm leaning down to kiss him he also has the most perfect fucking lips so i'm kissing him we're still talking dirty to each other and then i get off of him and he wants to fuck me from behind so i start up on all fours and he kind of pushes me down so that I have that nice angle of like my ass up in the air, my torso a little bit closer to the bed. And he enters me. And again, this very aggressive, confident thing, because when I was riding him and I put my hair up in a ponytail because it was fucking everywhere. My hair gets so crazy. Now he has this perfect ponytail to grab from behind. And he's kind of yanking that. And I'm like, yes, pull my hair. I love that. And he starts fucking me with more intensity. And then, of course, I start getting really raunchy with him. Right. I'm like, yes, fucking use me. Use that pussy. Fuck me. And you're very is, naughty. I'm just saying it, that was naughty. <laughs> I said it with such confidence, too. <laughs> Even as I'm just retelling this, usually I get kind of quieter. <laughs> nope, not this time. I was proud to be a slut. So <laughs> he is just fucking me like crazy. And he's telling me how good my pussy feels. I'm telling him how good his cock feels. And then he grips onto my ass, like one hand on each ass cheek. And he's like, I'm going to come again. And I'm like, yes, come for me. So he does with the same intensity as he does before that growling in this guttural noise that he's making and he pulls out of me and 
he kind of like walks around the room to collect himself. Meanwhile, my legs are shaking. I have come fucking everywhere because the last time that he had made me come, I squirted quite a bit. So, I mean, I'm a fucking mess. My hair is crazy. I see that I have makeup on the pillowcase. It's fucking crazy. And at one point, I'm like, how crazy do I look right now? He's like, you look fucking insane yeah you like, were looking i quite i'm quite sure i do yeah it, when you came out and you actually got back in the car later on i was like oh it, that must have been really a lot of fun because you've been gone forever and you look like you've got run over well you didn't see the half of it i literally look in the mirror my hair is sticking up on one side four inches from my head i have mascara running down my face i look like i have a black eye my lipstick is on my teeth i mean it was a fucking mess and i love that i love those intense moments where it's like you just get lost in it and nothing else matters the fucking pillowcase doesn't matter my face doesn't matter none of that matters and it was so fucking hot and i one of the hottest parts of the whole thing is we talked about it right afterwards we're literally sitting across from each other on the beds just talking about how intense it was how good it felt you know he's talking about how nice my pussy is i'm telling him how great his cock is it was this very erotic conversation and a lot of times you know it's interesting i've been thinking more and more about regular play partners and how there are those comfortable moments where you get to like have sex and then you go back to friendly banter. Yeah. And that's great. But there's also something to be said for such intensity with someone that you can't do that. Right. You can't just go straight to friendly conversation. You have to talk about how great that was. You have to you have to come down from it. Right. You almost can't even collect your thoughts well enough to have a cogent conversation. Well, we're having a conversation about the sex we just had because that's what's still on our brains because sure. we're so intoxicated by each other. And that is fucking hot. I appreciate that so much. And oh my God, the whole thing was great. This man, I can't say enough good things about him. He is so fucking sexy. The The connection that we had sexually was so strong. We actually wanted to get together again, but there just was no time before he left town. And I, I'm really hopeful that we'll see him again soon. I'll see him again soon because I'm going to think about this encounter until it happens again. I, It's just going to be this little worm sitting in the back of my brain like, you need to fuck this man again. Yeah, with any luck, we'll be able to get a chance to see him again before two long so that is my hot hotel story with the incredibly hot leo unless he decides he doesn't like that name. <laughs> right now it's leo the lion I until the next time it's leo he reminds me of a sexual lion i just think he he's like on the prowl but in not in a creepy way at all in a very confident assured way he is he's a true lifestyle man when no, i talk about no lifestyle guys this is the epitome of that yeah. and i adore him for that i'm so glad that i got to meet him i'm so glad i got to fuck him i can't wait to do it again yeah listen you know he's doing it right there's no question about it he's that guy and yeah, I mean, it was really hot for me to also get picked up by you. He comes with me to the car, shakes your hand. You guys, ex you know, exchange a couple of pleasantries. There was also something very sexy about that to me. For sure. I delivered you to him and he delivered you back to me. Yeah. There's just something that makes sense about that for me. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was erotic on top of being like very respectful and thoughtful. For sure. So anyway, that's my time. What do you think? Uh really fucking hot i'm eager to see the pictures in the video that's for sure there's right. a lot more all right then. a lot more where that came from so i've just teased you with the one photo up apparently today. so anyway 
we have a lot of things that we're sharing behind the scenes with our Patreon members because that's what we always do. Yes. In fact, if you guys want to hear more about Brian's bi journey or pansexual journey and some of the things that he's working through right now and trying to decide on, we just had a great conversation for our Patreon members on a bonus episode that'll be going up tomorrow. And that's just one bonus that we offer. We're actually releasing some brand new bonuses to our Patreon community very soon. Yeah, very excited about that. They will, of course, hear about it before anyone else does but i'm excited to shake things up and give even more bonuses to the people that sponsor the show because they're incredibly important to us and what we do they make it possible so we want to say a very big thank you to them as always and then a big thank you to the newest members of our patreon community who this week are cindy crispy sean and mark thank you guys for jumping on board with us if you want the naughtier stuff you can find it at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers i have a couple of tricks up my sleeve over there as well that i am very excited to be releasing you can find us on social media we're on twitter at fp swingers instagram at fps pod media and youtube our youtube channel we're going to be doing some cool things with as well it's called front porch swingers if you guys are not already subscribed over there we would love for you to do so and also don't forget we have pod bash coming up in october if you haven't already booked for that you can find all the information at podbashevent.com. and when you go to book make sure you use the promo code PodBash. yep we'll also be in atlanta second through the fifth for splash yes in a pool party looking fucking forward to that getting out in the sun yes and you can find the splash information and all of our other event information at members.frontporchswingers.com and do we have anything else this week that's it lots of cool stuff coming up like you said patreon's getting a little bit of a revamp and doing some cool fucking events come find us uh you can see us you can find us everywhere and then you know obviously we'll keep you guys posted as to what we have going on around the country you have some very cool stuff some west coast stuff coming up too yeah, and me getting fucked because that, that. that's going to happen soon. That, yes, that's <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Thanks, everybody.